1: Another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host today, CJ, and with me, I
0: have... Paul Buscrello, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. Alongside...
2: Uh, editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, Kuro. And we have a
1: new member and some fresh meat joining us tonight on today's podcast or their very first episode.
3: Is Brittany Cooper your social media person?
1: From tsunami faithful. One of the many that we've needed desperately through the years. So Brittany. Yeah, and so, doing a
2: super job. Yeah,
1: it's so awesome that you can finally join us for a podcast. It has been a long time coming, and thankfully you can join us as we talk about Housing Complex C, which I'm and sure basically. you have to be
0: part. Pop- and thankfully, Darrell's not here to harass you.
1: Well, oh. I mean, hopefully it won't ever come to that. But,
2: but... He was so cool with my first time, so I think he would be. He I,
1: yeah, you I survived. The, I had the misfortune of being on my first episode with Darrell when it was an episode where Esdeth was cuddling with Tatsumi. So oh. it, was, it was a very, very raunchy kind of night. Sure. Um, hashtag Esdeth did nothing wrong. But... <laughs> but... Mm-hmm. Uh, boy that takes me back (laughs) i know right Uh, back to a simpler time of toonami that i'm sure fans desperately miss and i mentioned that because we actually got a bit of news today and it's something that we have been waiting for for a little bit since uh the schedule recently was blanked out for you know obvious reasons for surprises and things along those lines but we now know how the lineup will look uh starting in november uh with that uh, no More Housing Complex, C, to kick off the block, obviously. That uh, just wrapped up, as we'll be discussing it further. And instead, we'll be getting a rerun of My Hero Academia's fifth season. Um, many people were wondering if it was a typo, and they got the sixth season. Uh, Sony laughs at your inability to read what the schedule actually said. But uh, with that, they will be getting uh, Made in Abyss the second season at 1230 to follow uh yashihime will follow at one with one piece naruto shupadin and Gendi tartagasi's primal will round off the night at 2 30 looks like the block has shrunk by an hour uh daylight saving times they are obviously going to replay the second hour 2 a.m again and they'll be having primal air on that not sure if it's season one or season two but uh we will see if tsunami is now going from midnight to three and you know, there will be an article, you know, breaking down all the changes, you know, the lineup shrinks and expands all the time. So this is nothing new, uh, but it is a very uh, interesting type of direction they decide to go to, especially considering with Made in Abyss. The third film is required watching to understand what goes on in the second season. So we also made sure to link. Uh, The High Dive page as well as Hulu's page where you can find the third movie if you want to check it out. And I highly recommend that if you are interested in Made in Abyss to check it out to make sure you understand what is going on when it airs on Toonami. But uh, DeMarco did try, you know, Toonami tried to get the rights for it. Wasn't happening, so we get what we get. It's either, we either get second season with nothing, uh, with no context, or we get nothing. So it's like, I'm fine with, with grabbing just that, just to get something new. But yeah, so... You know, not the greatest news, obviously, you know, but at least we got a little bit of something, which I'm sure everyone here is at least happy that it's a, you know, new Sentai show, just a new show, period, no reruns. Uh, I know I personally will miss the One Piece hour just because it really felt like the series was going at a nice pace and one episode a week can be like a drag and a slog. So I am definitely like, eh, you know, you could have kept an hour and just kept the shounen hours thing going but eh, what can you do
2: oh i could watch double naruto for the rest of my life um and and i'm not i'm not an alarmist i want to say that i'm not thinking this is anything like the end of tsunami because i don't i don't think it is i think this is a tragically transitional period and um i'm really glad that we got a sentai show because we were talking about that a lot I, I confess I'm really not interested in watching made in a do not do not base your decision on watching this off of my opinion because I am just one of those people I saw the movie and it was very off-putting to me personally but absolutely watch and make your own decision make your own opinion um, but but I'm fine with watching season five again. I actually don't remember. It's been so long, and I don't think I finished it. I think my DVR misrecorded, oh. so I'm cool with that. But it is it's a little frustrating though that like we're we're getting this kind of blowback from all the mess going on in the industry still. You know, it's it's just I know Jason's trying, and I know that they have original series, and and this this last one was so fantastic. I'm just I'm putting all my faith. In their original stuff when it comes, and that's I think that's really going to be the future of Toonami. Like a couple of sentai's maybe maybe they get one thing from Funimation, um, who is now um, and then and then they get you know two or three of their own stuff. I don't know. That's kind of my outlook.
0: Paul, you mean, you mean I... the Evil Empire? <laughs> oh, the New York Yankees? What?
2: <laughs> uh, but
0: Paul. No, that's or... not the Evil Empire.
2: Hey, they're not going to the World Series, so. But we can leave them. We can leave them behind.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the Houston cheaters are. But th- th- we're not talking about sports. I know.
1: I, I, I it's my quota. You got to add that in there at least when I host on every podcast. But Paul, weren't <laughs> you the one that said that uh, Jason mentioned that more things should be coming soonish, or was that someone else?
0: Um, Sketch said something about oh, it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, thought, I thought. I mean, that was.
1: I thought you did too. That's that why. was part
0: of the. That was like the the second tweet that he said after they um they said because I was the one that shared that they were. Uh, they couldn't get the movie. Gotcha. So, um, I mean, it's interesting. See the, the one thing that's, that's very interesting to me, um, because as you can see, Jason is very, very, um, honest these days and he'll tell you, Oh yeah, we didn't really get this or we didn't really get this. Nothing about my hero academia season six, nothing about bleach, Nothing about anything else that everybody's been asking about. So it's kind of like, okay, are we playing this? We're going to wait a couple episodes and then put it on the air kind of thing. Well,
1: I, I take this also. Remember when Viz was very late to announcing where the, uh, where Bleach was even going to simulcast? And mm. like they were like, you took your sweet time. And Viz was like, well, yeah, not like there's a ton of people that we need to work with. you know? So I think it's just the same thing. And now the like it's even worse for it tonight because be. it's adding a whole other section kind of thing for them. But uh, Brittany, how do you how do you feel at least about the recent news that just uh, broke today?
3: Man, I'm surprised. Made in the business Season too was on there. To <laughs> be honest, <laughs> um, I mean it's what we have now. I'm not mad at the lineup. It's something. It's something out there. Um. If people won't
1: fleece, they can watch it on their own time. Heck yeah. See, I like that. I totally agree. <laughs> if you like something, you will find a way to watch it. That is something I highly... Or
0: protest need. it, whatever which yeah. one. Well,
1: there's that too. But it's one of the things where <laughs> if like you like Toonami, you'll watch. And if you don't anymore, just don't. I think that's fine. But uh, enough of the negative stuff on that. Because honestly, I really don't care about the schedule. We, it's still there. That's what really matters most to me. It's not going anywhere. So, we're going to be talking about Housing Complex C which just wrapped up and Oh my god. Quite the Yeah, <laughs> curl kind of accurately describes how I think most of us probably feel about it. What was that? That was that I don't even know how lot. to explain. It was it was a lot. That was and
0: a 2-hour movie. It was amazing. <laughs> It certainly that was
2: amazing, and I I, need to watch it again because so much there was so much in that episode.
0: So much. I I, I don't want to say. I I don't want to agree with other people on Twitter, but Colts right when he says this is this was a two and a half hour movie. (laughs) Well, I I hate to say when you
1: put all the episodes together, it does equal two hours. So Uh, I mean, it'll be a little bit less, but yeah. But you get what I'm saying. Four thirty. I mean, it does
2: make for a good yeah. Like, and I don't think that's a bad thing that it is. Essentially, a film, I think that'll make the marathon next week uh, perfect, I know. For, especially mm-hmm. for Halloween. It'll
1: definitely go by really fast. But before we really uh, sink our teeth in the fourth episode, which is obviously you know the big reveals and everything going on, Brittany, you haven't been on any of the previous episodes of Housing Complex C reviews. How have you felt <laughs> about the series? What was your general feelings as you were watching it progress all the way through the end? We haven't <laughs> obviously gotten to have your feelings for it, so... Tell us, share for the world and the class. Uh, how you felt about housing complex-y.
3: C. I liked it. It was. It kind of went over my head a little bit. It didn't scare me as I thought it would. I mean, I did had a little jump scares, but it was, it was. It didn't make me cry either. So,
1: <laughs> are you a fan of horror movies or any or like the horror genre, whether it be in shows or the Halloween motif, like all that kind of? Is that like your thing, or is it not? I, I am. Nice. I enjoy it.
3: I'm so, the person that laughs while everybody's scared. <laughs> <laughs> that is a defense
1: mechanism that I know many people uh, have. Paul, I wonder how Brittany would have done on our Horror Adjacent episode.
0: <laughs> Probably not well. <laughs> that Probably was scary well. in its own right.
1: But uh, So you really seem to like it. What was it about the series that uh, made you like it? Because obviously... Uh, I know, at least from behind the scenes, that it's more Steven that was obviously tweeting the top half of the blog just because you're at work and things. Uh, what made you feel like, oh, I want to make sure I'm up to date on this. I'm catching up. Like, well, what kind of gravitated to you to really want to consume this uh, new tsunami original?
3: It's just like an unknown to me. I mean, we didn't really get much from the trailers. It was just like, oh, tune in. Mm. It's scary. da 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 it's
1: I, I like that. It's scary. That should yeah. be the tag on the freaking housing <laughs> complex uh promo stuff. So you really seem to like it. And I guess we could kind of go into uh, episode four. I I did feel like a lot was thrown at people with uh, Taka's whole uh, discovery of what was going on with the island. A lot of fantastic stuff that I thought was foreshadowed really well. I just, it's one of the things where I do wish Housing Complex C had one extra episode. I think it would have been really fun if episode four was centered around Taka kind of discovering everything. And then, like, it ends with him, like, going mad in, like, a kind of a jump scare kind of way. Where all of a sudden, like, he's reading everything. He seems perfectly lucid and everything like that. And then he just loses it. That it just cuts away for the next episode. Where episode then five would go into, obviously, what we would see later on in this episode. Honestly, Taka became my favorite character, honestly, after watching his whole discussion. Mine too. Like he figured it out. And I really like that cuz like he was already kind of portrayed as like someone who's kind of like realizing everything's going awry and like, "Hey, what what why?" Instead of like saying, "Oh yeah, things are going to hell." It's like, "Why are they going to hell?" And it was Taka
2: inri- was a star for sure. And it was his inquisitive
1: mind that I I guess resonated with me that I really really liked. And it was kind of funny where like such innocuous little things he kind of realized it's a year 2000 why am i holding a fan that has 2001 right mm-hmm. like why does he and like he was noticing all these other things that had years further on and i'm not necessarily as well versed in the mythos thing i'll definitely throw it to kuro on on that part <laughs> of it just just because uh for me my mythos is more about greek mythology as well as uh, roman history as opposed to i have no idea where Cthulhu's actually uh, or- originated, which obviously we'll get into
2: <coughs> I can help it <laughs> exactly
1: so it's one of those things where sadly I wish that uh, the Cthulhu stuff was more up my alley and I think that if I was a little more well-versed with that subject it would have a bigger hit to me right uh, and it'd be like the same thing if I'm like watching a sports anime and I'm watching one of a sport that I played as opposed to one I just uh, watched so it's like I have a more of a deeper connection and relatability and Uh, more pathos with the anime of the sport that I've watched as opposed to you know the ones that or the ones that I played over the ones that I've watched and I think that's where my disconnect kind of went with it but I'm always such a sucker for those like big reveals and obviously I'll now throw it to Kuro on this but like Kuro since you really love talk as well and (laughs) loving kind of the mythos of what the island of Kurosaki Island was kind of going through and what he was able to figure out. What was it about that? That really just made you go like, I I have a feeling that was like the starting point of where you're feeling like, Oh, this was amazing. This was such a great show and things like that. But what was it about here? And and why was uh, the Cthulhu part, like really kind of grabbing, grabbing you the way that at least you've been acting so far on the podcast?
2: Uh, You know, okay. So, I am not, I I confess, I am not, you know, a fanatic of H.P. Lovecraft. And for those of you who don't know, H.P. Lovecraft was the the turn-of-the-century writer of horror and science fiction and fantasy. And he created this Cthulhu mythos where it was this alien god entity that is sort of a mixture of octopus, dragon, human... Um, and worshipped by cultists. That was the first story. And from there, he created an entire pantheon of gods. When I was watching the series, I had seen a couple people make a connection, but I wasn't buying it. I was like, I don't know, it's in Japan. They have the whole thing about the mountain. They showed the people at the beginning. I was thinking this was something unique. And I loved the idea of, for the purpose of a horror fiction, creating an entirely new mythology just to tell a story. So that was really exciting. And I think even if you don't know anything about Cthulhu, you can still enjoy this and still like appreciate the uniqueness of how they incorporated it, it, it into this horror because they did such a good job of doing that, that dead drop, that like, wait, what moment, you know, you have where things where things take a turn. But really, really interesting part is, is the incorporation of the story that Taka figures out. He determines that the old, there's this old god who we, we are able to, as the viewers, if we know about them, recognize Cthulhu. But put that aside, he recognizes that there was this older god that the fish people were worshipping and trying to revive. And then there's another god that is a, a reality-bending god. And we kind of learn, I don't know how far, you know, I guess everyone's watched this to give away, but Taka figures out that the reality bending to God is responsible for them main, being in this this sort of time loop. They're stuck in the year 2000, which was something else we kind of saw hints of. We were like, why are they going to the calendar? What's the significance of that? And, and it turns out of course to be Kimmy and, and she's not hostile she's not bad i mean she's mischievous obviously the fact that she's trying to maintain these people in this little bubble but it doesn't you know her her reasons are her own um but then there's this sort of conflict between the followers of the other god and what they're trying to achieve and what they're trying to get and through their their idea of sacrifice anyway without getting too too much in the weeds i just love the idea of of using using storytelling in this way to get a, a, a jolt and engage the viewer because it doesn't matter if it's an existing mythology or not and and at first i was thinking like maybe this is some part of shintoism before i recognize the Lovecraftian elements because shintoism is super complex it's not universal it's like every pocket has its own version and i thought okay that would have been really cool if they just pulled some random folklore from some itty-bitty you know part of japan and and decided to incorporate that but it it doesn't actually matter. I think what matters is how elegantly it was incorporated in the story to the fact that you didn't see it coming really. Like, even if you had hints, it was kind of like, whoa, these are not the bad guys. This other group is the bad guys. And whoa, we're all just, she's just trying to protect everybody. And whoa, like everything you thought was true from the first two episodes were not true. And it just made it fantastic, and I'm I'm so over the top with this. I I need to watch it again because it's really complex. But
1: you know, the I place hope I answer the question. Yeah, no, you know <laughs> the place to do it. Toonami will be having a <laughs> Halloween marathon day with the, all of Housing Complex C and four episodes of The Promised Neverland uh, this yeah. upcoming weekend, which is good. Paul, I want to come to you because obviously, me and you were a bit more on the fence with this series as we were waiting for it to fully play out and things along those lines, and it still feels like. A little bit difficult for me to grade, and I will finish it, because I know Maki's like, give me a grade, CJ, I need to know. Um, but how did you feel about the reveal about Yuri's family? You know, as we got further along after, um, obviously, everything's kind of found out of like, oh, hey, yeah. by the way, Kimi's a god, and all mm-hmm. the moss, and like, every everything that Taka was able to kind of explain for us, how did you feel when then all of a sudden the... Kind of, it really kind of set the tone because like obviously like oh foreigners are showing up it was just the wrong foreigners right um, but it was like all of a sudden that kind of switch where all of a sudden we go to uh, Yuri's family and they're actually trying to kill Kimmy in the first place
0: so first of all do, do we say that Laser was right about this? Laser was right do, Laser we say...
2: was right
0: <laughs> so um, first of all I agree that this could have been a two-hour movie, two-and-a-half-hour movie, whatever. Um, It could have definitely used another um, episode. I think if you were to do it right, you could have split this episode into two in the right way, Um, especially with, I mean, obviously, if if people are listening to this, they've seen it, I would hope, but, um, you know, them going on a rampage. Spoilers. Spoilers, whatever. Um, them going around on a murderous rampage and finding out that those that they're the ones killing everybody and not Kimmy and um, her quote-unquote mother, which obviously we find out maybe that's not the mom. I still am not clear on that one because that one's a little confusing, but whatever. Um, so for me, it was interesting. The biggest thing for me after watching it today, because I watched it just before... I watched it a couple hours well, ago. Actually, hold on,
1: hold on. I meant um, I just want to know your main thoughts before we get to like the big encompassing one. I want to know about the whole twist where all of a sudden we find out that Yuri's family is, are just like murders. Because to me, well, like, and what I mean by that is like. Yeah, it was a bit out of place for me, and I don't mean it necessarily in a bad way. I wish that it gave more of the horror switch, where all of a sudden, it's like they look normal, and then they turn around, and then you see kind of like the scary face kind of thing, right? Instead of well, like I, it kind I... of just turn it, it almost like it just morphed a little too fast for me. And I'm curious about the whole switch of that. Like, did it was it something that you would say that the series needed? Did you like that aspect of it? Did you did you want more those type that that that's at least. Uh, What I mean for this again,
0: it it could have been it could have been flushed out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But for what the series was, I think it was fine. I don't think it was something that, you know, if if this was like a 12 episode or a 10 episode series, we probably be sitting here going. "Mm, Yeah, you should have done something more about this, but we're talking about four episodes. We're talking about a very short series. You have all this to compact into it. I was pretty fine with how they did it. I didn't think that, um, again, I'm going to continue to say this several times. They could have split it, that episode, but um, it's, I don't know. I, I think the, the one thing that, that part doesn't bother me. What bothers me is, so all these foreigners came with the, those three. Did they just murder the other, did they murder the foreigners too? Like, because
1: everyone's after episode... dead. I mean, technically, after... wouldn't Kimmy have done that when she, you know... If they were
0: still alive. But right. I, I feel like I figured that because there was so much moss... I mean, think about it. There was only, what, that of those, what was there, five or six of them? The original people that were at a housing complex C? There was a shit ton of moss. So that that indicated, oh, they probably stabbed the fuck out of all these foreigners, right. which which is kind of like well wait a minute so and then you kind of you you saw what was going on because once you got to that end part you were like okay well she's trying to preserve them using i, I by turning them into moss i guess i don't know
2: yeah so they were i my understanding was they were murdered by the um by Yuri's family and then yeah. Because they, the the reference to moss being the closest one can you can achieve eternity, she turned their remains into moss. But also, she didn't want to upset the rest of the people there, so she was just trying to like instead of it being a horrific murder scene and all that, she was trying to mitigate the well, horror. So, but was she
0: trying? Was she trying to like preserve them so that they could be brought back to life? Because, I mean, in a sense. And I mean, maybe I'm losing it, but couldn't she have just brought them back? Like, maybe. Well, I
2: guess if she's a, if she's a reality bending God, yeah. But, yeah. but that wasn't, I mean, I
1: don't think she, she would want she to. Was,
2: yeah. This was in this bubble. I, that part's a little complicated cause that they, they went yeah. by that so fast. Um, and I think you're right. You both of you were right. We're saying I would have liked this to be two episodes or at least yeah. an hour long episode because having one part where they explain the mythology and then the second part where you have the horror fest where everybody's running and you have like the whiplash
0: effect of like, and, oh, and,
2: Yuri's families are horrible. They're bad people. And man. Yeah. And having them and having
0: them. <laughs> and having them I, I know this is going to I mean, I, I, I guess I like this a little bit more, but having them kill more people. Would kind of oh would kind of amplify it a little bit more to where you're like, oh yeah. shit!
1: And here I thought hell you didn't like this? horror adjacent movies, Paul. What's that? I hear I didn't. I here I thought you didn't like horror adjacent movies, Paul.
0: Well, I mean, if there's action and they're killing people, yeah, I'm gonna like it. Oh my god!
1: So you're a psychopath? Okay, <laughs> yes. Not, thank you. And and not just Paul. Yuri seems to be that too because at first you thought oh she's friends with Kimmy oh she's gonna help her out and then we kind of see the actual side of Kimmy Brittany what was your kind of reaction when we kind of see the real part of Yuri because there was a fan uh noticed this on Twitter too the opening kind of showed that Yuri wasn't all that we thought that she was and someone was probably oh they're just doing that for the you know horror motif and it's like oh wait no that was actually foreshadowing What, what did you feel about this reveal where Yuri was actually with her parents on trying to get Man, rid of uh, Kimi.
3: That was mad. I mean, <laughs> at first, I mean, when we kind of met her, she was a little bit of a bitch, but <laughs> she
0: was just a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> I said the same thing. Oh my God.
3: And then, and then after, as it goes on, she became more likable, but now she's back to being the
0: no 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 she became a psycho bitch
1: she really did (laughs) and i at least was like i don't know i i think it would have been more interesting if it was like not necessarily like a split personality thing but one where it's like she was really sweet but then it like morphs into like some sort of mind control from her parents like think of uh all of a sudden they like say a magic word and it it turns on her instant psycho side i think that would have been a little more fun to to really mess around faked us
2: out with the whole her trying to hold her father down shit. I was really mad about that. I was like, <laughs> that fucking bitch. Yeah. What? she's just playing with us. <laughs> she
1: really although at the end we honestly saw that Kimmy was really playing with everybody. And hmm. I wasn't necessarily I'm not gonna necessarily bore the whole conversation that Kimi and Yuri had with one another because well obviously honestly every Second of this show, considering how condensed it is, is pretty important to me. It was just more like you find out the history of why Kimi was doing what she was doing, how silly she finds humans, that kind of thing. How about all of a sudden we saw Yuri just like go reverse? I wish that was a little more gruesome for sure, but you know, there's a little well, bit that, of there. Is like
0: just... eh. what 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 more did you want? That was gruesome enough.
1: <laughs> I mean. If I had to pick between that or when we saw Rico get her arm broken and made it of Abyss season one, I actually think the made it um, abyss one
0: was Oh my god. What about what about just before that? Where he she's like, Oh, let me take let me take your father's left arm. Oh and then right the blood arm.
2: that
1: one was pretty that was good. That was that good. was
0: I mean, that was like, Oh, okay, this bitch means means business. Okay. Yeah, when all the
1: like all the blood By the way, and body parts falling down. Yeah, that but, was pretty good.
0: So Damn. wait a minute. Are we, we we can't gloss over the fact that is, is Kimmy really a space squid? <laughs>
2: yeah. She like, sees all and knows all.
0: So she's a space squid that came in, wanted to observe humans. Yes. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. There's,
2: a, there's okay. a Japanese word they they used, and then there was this whole stuff that Taka had figured out about the play on the, the words that I... Don't know enough about Japanese to be able to understand without seeing it a couple times, but the 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 turf the word that it it would come from from the original mythology, quote unquote, would be Yog Sothoth. But it, I don't think that matters. What's important is she is a, a squid octopus space thing. <laughs> and she can bend time.
1: And as I... And she
2: knows all and sees all.
1: And as I've said before, Paul, on this podcast, we don't kink shame. If she wants to observe humans, that is her right. She's allowed to do whatever she wants to. <laughs> not turn me inside out, please.
2: Uh, I, I kink shame a little bit, but not for that. That's that's not a kink shame thing.
1: And... I, you know, we finally get our ending where, of course, everyone's favorite character, Khan, you know, was the Yay! lone survivor. The lone survivor of it where he sees everything. And a, honestly, a rather poignant ending, I felt. Like him discovering everything, looking for everyone, seeing all the moss and then seeing Kimi, you know, play the flute, uh whatnot. Being able to kind of like, I don't know, I wouldn't know if I would say put everyone's soul at rest. But, you know, being able to, to do that and, then you know, as has been hinted by the cast crew and others can, it's good to can, know that the t- uh, time has caught up with kurosaki island right
0: can i can i can i say this the one thing that this this series actually does that a lot of anime fucks up is it actually had a good ending
1: yeah oh, so you like okay so you know what we'll, we'll go right into that so paul you really like the ending
0: I did. I thought the ending explain, See, give me your reasoning so, now okay, in bullet so... points,
1: MLA format. This will be tested <laughs> and read read to the class.
0: Okay. So let's take, and I think you, I think I remember you saying that you love soul eater. Let's take, Soul Eater. I'm not eater the only time. one.
1: Actually, there's another one person in here who absolutely adores soul eater.
0: So
2: I love soul eater.
0: Yeah. So okay, then
1: we have a third
0: person. Would you, <laughs> would you agree that the ending for soul eater was not the best?
1: Uh, it was not great. Technically, not, not I great. would actually say that I was fine with it. I saw it before I read, so I I didn't know any better. So All right, so I then to, I'm going to ask Curl. It, <laughs> I have to take it by when I first saw it, right? Because I, I don't think it's fair yeah. to like go by a hindsight thing. So before wasn't my favorite. Eh, I was indifferent, but I didn't say, I didn't think it was terrible till I like, found out.
0: So Curl, what, what didn't you like about the ending, um, if you remember?
2: Okay, so... I mean, I wouldn't have minded if they'd gone on for another two seasons because the story does continue. Yeah. But as that aside, like the bravery is the word bit, like oh, we've seen Shonen characters have this moment of their own courage and then stand up to an overwhelming foe. But she had this whole speech about it, and it was just really yeah. outside of the. It just didn't fit it didn't work with the, with the rest of the show. It was, it was just such a, it was such a letdown with her whole like bravery. That's going to make me win. And I'm like, okay, all righty. Then I'm done. Let's, let's just wrap yeah.
0: this up. <laughs> so, so. But I love,
2: I love the show just to so
0: work. Right. I right. The show. No, no, no. The show's good. The ending sucks, but the show's good. It's so it, it's kind of along those lines. CJ is that the anime just does something really stupid at the end where they either rush it or they um, they do a little stupid speech that screws everything up and you're kind of just like, no, I just wanted you to do like this final boss scene and do it the right way kind of thing. Um, I mean, the, the best comparison to this ending is kind of how Parasite ended. I think Parasite had a really good ending and tied up everything nicely. Cause if we remember at the end there, you know, he, um, he almost died. And we thought that uh, his, you know, his hand was gone. His parasite, so to speak, was gone, but he ended up saving him one last time at the end before he died, so to speak. And, you know, they went off into the sunset. This one feels like it was complete too, because there was a resolution. It came together well at the end. And I think that's one of the things that kind of, makes this short series and it i wouldn't say a really good series but i would say an okay okay this was not a waste of my time series this was this was something that actually i i'm gonna watch again because i want to figure this completely out it started well it ended well and in the middle it kind of makes gives you this mystery of okay what is going on here it so it did everything completely correct now is there problems with it yes obviously we were, we've already talked about the two problems the two things that it could have done a little bit better but i mean the sending was really good i mean it it tied everything up and you know it's interesting because the one thing that i think i think everybody here would probably agree with is was Kimmy trying to preserve those those original what was it five or six people that were there at housing complex C? Was she trying to preserve them because she really liked them, or was she, when she said at the end like all you all you humans disappoint me all the time? Was she also talking about them? Because remember, just in in the last episode, she gives um what's his name I can't think of his name off the top of my head here. Um, she gives him that note and says you got to read this. When oh, the time oh. is right. Co- uh, yeah, so she gives him that and says, you've got to read this at the right time, and it will save you, and it ultimately did because she wanted him to live because he was a good person. Um, that part is kind of interesting to Poba, me. Koba,
2: Koba. Sorry, I got it wrong. Yeah, I yeah. I, that's what I,
0: I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait
2: Koba. I was like, there's a K.O. in there somewhere. It's Because yeah. they nickname so, each other, so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, oh, and by the way, that his alarm going off at nine a m on his phone that's kind of weird, like what does that mean kind of thing, but whatever whatever into the, Reality.
2: Life, the twenty the twenty
0: first yeah. century
2: that's what I took that as
0: yeah, so it's i i think it I think it did what it was supposed to do, honestly, and in the ending, like I said, the ending just wraps itself up,
1: nice. Uh, Brittany, what about yourself? How would you feel um, as a whole how the ep- or the series ended with episode four? Uh, much like how what Paul was talking about. What was it, or how do you feel overall about the ambitious project
3: that was Housing Complex C? It could have been a little more because it ends off with Khan <clears throat> just looking there, looking at the building. Maybe it should have been a little more. Maybe somebody else, came upon somebody else who may be alive or Rubel came back
1: or something so you definitely would have liked a little bit more i definitely wouldn't say i disagree with that front but we'll get to me <laughs> last i'm the host i get to go last uh, but curl what about you i know you like could not wait to talk about this series as we were texting <laughs> ready for this episode so what was it about housing complex housing complex c that really worked for you
2: Um, So so one of the things I've noticed with thriller and horror, and I don't mean like absolute slasher, but with with like good horror is minimum tends to be the best, leaving a lot up to the imagination, leaving the viewer to guess, but just giving them just enough information to infer the truth um so or or figure out or leave things just and just ambiguous enough and and so i was fine with how not fine with like i i loved the way they handled um the ending and and even the beginning like they left things just ambiguous enough to keep you guessing and then in the end that i i sure it would it would have been cool to see like someone coming upon Khan to figure out like where he stands in terms of this present but it also was was interesting to to He's he stands up, he sees his phone, suddenly it's like it's a smartphone and it's going off, and he looks up and the housing complex is covered in moss and vines and broken down. And like you can infer, oh, it's age 20 years, he's he's been evicted from the time loop and he's the only survivor. Like there's a couple things you can glean from that. And so I I was really, I really enjoyed what this series did, I did not expect it to be so mythology heavy. And I loved that. And then the horror aspect was really like, it was just enough for me to, to, for me to be able to tolerate. It wasn't like Tokyo Ghoul crap that I, cause I did not like that show. No, it was just enough of gruesome arm pulling and, and bloody stabbing for me to be like, okay, this is a climactic scene and that's the purpose of this. Um, and 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 yeah, no i i thought it was i thought it was fantastic. Um, sure, ten out of ten would have been the last episode being an hour or having two episodes, but I would give it eight out of ten. I was I was pleased for what they were. I think they accomplished for the most part what they were trying to accomplish, and I enjoyed myself watching it.
0: I I would agree with with. I was thinking eight out of ten. Um, it, it comes in around there honestly it's yeah it's not a perfect anime by any And means, i was gonna just ask you paul considering
1: uh, before i go on to my thing what was it about it that you think it could have improved upon or, or it needed a little bit more help to make it go past eight because um, i know that you mentioned it before but you didn't really go into it as much. i mean I'm, I'm
0: being serious about the whole killing part like i think no, no I,
1: I i knew that i just well was there anything so... more
0: besides that so, so, Paul
2: wants more gore.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Well, okay. So let me let me intelligently explain that instead of just being like, "Oh, I like, I like, yeah, I would like to see more killing." But it's um, much funnier that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yes, that's why I was going for. But
2: <laughs>
0: let me put my intelligent hat on for once. Um,
2: just gotta find so, it It's on a shelf somewhere, collecting dust.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. I sorry. Mean, <laughs> I mean when when you have kids, that's what happens. So you know
2: but,
0: Um your brain just goes blah, 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 But anyways, um
2: For listeners it's a sport to 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 rat on Paul a little bit on this podcast. That's what we do. It's kind of like written in the Toonami Faithful contract.
0: I don't know about that contract. I'll have to change that. But anyways. Um so I we've been kind of saying it a couple times. So let me let me just kind of solidify it. Um episode four could have been just, um, what was that old guy's name again? I'm very bad with names and I'll say Taka. it wrong anyway. Okay. Taka. So if, if episode four was just Taka speaking and then it ended with, you know, him what's going his crazy name? and
1: finding out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah.
0: then, and then, you know, his friend there, you know, Kimmy goes and gives, you, you could, you can include, you can include that whole first half basically in just in one episode expand it out a little See, bit you know whatever what's funny
1: paul i actually disagree and not necessarily not on the split part but i honestly think it would have been better if we ended with him just like a split second of him showing that he went mad and then like the next episode started with kimmy giving the note where he discovered everything like the taco rope kind of thing on it but that that's just splitting hairs but i want to at least plant that in your head because for, for well me, that, that I, could I, have I been loved, good too yeah but... i just i love the like that horror aspect where all of a sudden like everything's normal everything's normal then all of a sudden it's just like snap and he just turns into like he goes insane right That's but all. let me give you my vision yeah, let me yeah, give yeah, you yeah my yeah. vision
0: so so everything that happens where he puts the belt on goes out tries to goes starts knocking on kimmy's door and then gets stabbed it ends there and then we come back we we the episode five all of a sudden we see the residents like you know we start hearing the residents getting killed and you, see, and you see more killings because obviously as we saw, there's a lot of fucking moss everywhere. So obviously these, these three went in a fucking killing spree. Um, you get a little bit of more of that. Um, they see him knocking on Kimmy's door and they stab him. Obviously the father stabs him, obviously. And then we go into all of this um, and, you know, then we just, go through the second half of that episode. I think that would be a little bit better. And when I say like killing people, you want to kind of, I don't want to say, because it sounds really fucked up to say this, but build a story around them killing people. Because remember when they came there, they were, they were said that, Oh, we're doing an experiment. We're doing um, research. Okay. What is your experiment? What is your research? So explain that a little bit, a little bit more. Obviously, it's simple. They're just they're worshiping a different god, and they're gonna kill all these people they brought with them, including the people that were already living there at Housing Complex C. Um, but if you were to explain that a little bit more too, even though it's not really needed in this series, but if you were to put that a little bit more in for in this you know in in the final episode and then just do what you had i think that would have worked out great um that would have tied it up in a nice little bow and this definitely would have been like a 9 between a 9 and a 10 honestly um that's just my view on it honestly but i think that would have been a a good way to do it um side note um that one dude that left is probably rubel probably is the is the is the the smartest person of the series (laughs) because he sensed something was going on. was like, fuck this. I'm getting out. Um, I would have liked to know. And obviously, I mean, obviously people can come and go as they please through this bubble as you guys have said, but without like any aging happening, but that would be interesting if after he leaves the Island, all of a sudden he starts to age 20 years. You know what I mean? Because technically, right, they're in yeah. the year 2000. Mm-hmm. But they're again, um, what's his name did age once once she changed the island back to normal time? So it's like,
2: Well, they okay. came from outside, and then they entered the bubble. Right. So maybe they just go back to their normal. I'm curious to know what CJ and Brittany rate it out of 10.
1: Brittany, you have to go first.
0: Yeah, <laughs> CJ's <laughs> got to make his, his prediction. All or whatever. Right.
1: What prediction? Not no prediction.
0: prediction. I mean, you know what I mean.
3: His his uh, expert review. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: His um I read a nine out of ten. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Uh
1: any like what was the, like would you say brings it to the edge of where you would give it a nine as opposed to what Paul and Crow did, right?
3: Um, Kimmy, I mean she ah. just, <laughs> look, I thought she didn't do anything wrong. She just wanted to keep the peace. She wanted kindness, had shade ice party. She just wanted kindness between the old people and the interns and covering people with miles trying to not let other people see the murders i mean there's nothing wrong with that just trying to keep the peace did it work somewhat
2: but on the end everybody's dead <laughs> Except Has- one. hashtag
1: protect kimmy as, as britney yeah. might say
2: <laughs> I'm, uh, you can't see it but i'm nodding as britney's talking as she
1: said <laughs> I, I have a feeling we all will uh, as far as me, I'm, I'm not going to do a number. I will do a letter. Uh, overall, you know, getting the totality undecided. I what? need to see all the episodes again in a row. So I will be. Oh, Maki's going to kill you. She Maki's probably gonna, will.
0: Maki's going to stab you.
1: She probably Can we record will. that?
0: <laughs>
1: um, the thing is, it's like if I wanted to i would i would definitely give it above average i definitely enjoyed it i i like the ambition that uh both toonami production ig usa went to create this story because it's definitely interesting i wish we got a little bit more so that Mm -hmm. um there wasn't as much info dump where you're kind of like trying to focus on that but then all of a sudden the story goes on its drastic turn i i i'm a sucker for real like old school cheap ass horror jump scare kind of things because i just Mm -hmm. i love that feeling so much so now you just Mm -hmm. i'm stuck on wishing that uh i we could have saw like a deranged face on taka after he figured out the whole thing when he went mad like i I would love that so much and i don't think i really can appreciate the entirety of housing complex c unless i saw it all concurrently I, I don't think I can be as fair in a review for it, whether it be positive or negative, unless I see it all together. And I just, I, as Paul so eloquently said, would have been interesting to see how this would have ran if it was a movie, right? Where there's like no breaks and it's just all straight through. I kind of want to watch it like that because I think that's such a huge part for horror with me where I don't generally watch horror shows. Like I've never actually watched American Horror Story, so I'm not sure how the pacing and how things are separated so I could really get an idea. The only type of kind of experience I've had with like legit horror for me was movies. Now there are some horror series that I, I, that that are in anime that I think have done a decent job. Another is obviously going to be the first one that comes to mind. And I think I might also have nostalgia blinders on for another because I haven't seen it in quite some time too. I've seen it. Uh, I've I've seen it, you know, before and there was some gruesome moments like a umbrella going into a character's eye, you know, I was just like, oh, oh, but like, I kind of like that type of thing. So like, as I was mentioning, I don't know if I said it on this podcast or on a previous one that I was on, or if it was before we had, I like the Saw movies. So that could kind of give you an example of something that I actually would watch, which is very extreme body gore, obviously, with what you see in those films. And so that's probably why my kind of viewpoint when it comes to these types of properties is like, oh, I want to see just something sick and twisted. And there are like I do enjoy psychological thrillers because I I do like the kind of like, oh, shoot, it was them. And then they're like murdering, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I love that. I think that's awesome. And I kind of think that Housing Complex C has a lot of that. It's just because. Not only am I paying attention to that series, but I have to pay attention to Yashihime, I have to pay attention to Now Made in Abyss sooner, you know, Primal and all these other shows that are on the block, you know, because I'm I'm helping out Mm -hmm. with with, uh, Brittany and Steven for social media stuff, which has been a ton of fun. Uh, as it has been when, you know, it was myself, Stephen, myself and Celia, myself, Stephen and Celia, right? Like, you know, like, there's a lot of times where, like, I'm doing it more because it's a lot and I want to make sure I'm helping as best I can. So I think that I haven't been able to really get the full experience until, like, I don't have to worry about stuff anymore. So that's why the marathon, because marathons, we get to be a lot more relaxed with how we do our social footprints and whatnot on Twitter. So... I can kind of just, like, turn the brain off, go through what I need to, get my situation all set up, and then I can really uh, enjoy kind of what the story was trying to tell with Housing complexity. You know, it. I, I know Maki's mad because she's like, I need to know how you rated CJ. And let's be honest, it's a production IG show. Have they ever missed? No.
2: No. They haven't.
1: I love... I mean, you would probably give me a list, and there might be a show or there too, where I was like, "Oh, I didn't actually like that." But like, there are shows that I know that they've worked on, I've I enjoyed immensely. You know, the they're the one
2: very thoughtful, the one that series. I'll
1: always go to as like my top from them was "Be the Beginning." I absolutely love it. Yeah, that it was so good. It was, and yeah. it had that psychological kind of thing with it. It wasn't definitely horror, but it had a lot of things that made you think, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. And for Housing Complex C. It had that too which is like awesome that's what i want i think my expectations of having it to be more of like kind of thing or like jumping at you or like scaring you or like seeing some twisted little demon gremlin show up in the background kind of being like oh i'm gonna murder you kind of thing it's like i think that's a little unfair and the fact that i had that preconceived notion of what uh i would usually want to see in horror i think it kind of you know, blinded me and what housing complex C really is. So to be honest, I am definitely more on the undecided part of it just because I think watching it week to week and then watching it fully, like, you know, all four episodes together, I think will definitely give me a much better feeling in how I can more accurately describe how the show is because the show really, if I was like to review it, right, I'd just be like, I have no idea what I really watched. And that's not necessarily a bad thing either because it's more so in a sense of like, so the show really like distracted you from being able to articulate what was good, what was bad, what you needed, what you liked. And I'm like, yeah, because like, I really, I really don't know, you know, um, I huh. loved Taka, like figuring everything out. I enjoyed when the murdering started to be more rampant, you know, uh, I wish there was a little more scary things because like, I'm sorry. At the end of episode two, when the like animal came out of the syrup for the snow cones and whatnot, I was like that's it. That's not scary. Like it's, you know, you don't have, you don't want that. You know, no one wants to have a uh, a fly in their soup kind of deal. I was just like that is a that is a very bad fly in the soup. I'll I'll take the check please. We won't be leaving a tip. I'm out of here. Thanks for
2: the thanks for the imagery. <laughs> right.
1: But it's it's one of those things where I'm just like that wasn't scary, you know, and I wanted that scary type of thing that makes me not want to turn off the lights and go to bed i love that oh do i love it love love it so i want to re-watch it i want to be able to really adequately uh grade and rate it in a sense but as i said it is a production ig show and it's a show that like maki put her love affection heart everything into it as she does with every show
2: and And, she is a treasure right she's one of the
1: best in the business like
2: she's a treasure
1: (laughs) like how can i easily be like oh it was awful like no it was it was good it was really good i just want to be able to really kind of like think of it this way paul as as a great example someone comes up to me and asks right now oh how'd you like housing complex c i wouldn't really be able to answer it i want to be able to actually answer it you know what i mean besides just saying it good tsunami show unga bunga kind of thing i want see. i want to be able to articulate it a little bit better and kind of find the more nuances and like that's why i really liked when kuro was able to really dive into the series because a lot of the stuff that i don't know she does and it's it's mm-hmm. very good at complimenting to be able to kind of figure out how to best kind of i don't know ex- explain how the series works as a whole because it does it's fun uh i like that tsunami you know continues to do originals like this and kind of just like hey fuck it we're gonna try something different because this is extremely different
3: mm-hmm. yeah and
1: to me it's it's i don't know it's it's just kind of like one of those things where yeah i really really like the fact that we had something like this on tsunami i'm very thankful for it so i want more let's see i want more where's my housing complex d <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: where is the d
2: That's, let's <laughs> Okay. Let, let's
0: see. So the Be careful the on
2: this podcast asking where the D is. Listen,
0: bro. curl. We
2: get, we get the wrong responses and we're Fine. not responsible.
1: Give me my prequel of housing complex B. So let's see. Where's so, the B? See
0: so the hashtag on Twitter is gonna be Maki killed CJ. Okay.
1: Yes. Um
2: <laughs>
1: Maki make it quick. Quick and painless, good. I'm ready. I
2: just want to address one of the comments you made about horror. I, I think I think you actually brought up something really interesting, and that is like what actually makes good horror. It it is such a much more nuanced genre than than yes. I think sometimes we realize because because it's it's not sometimes it's the things that scare us, sometimes it's the things that shock us, or sometimes it's things that it's it's the mystery and unraveling the mystery. So in this case. I felt like a lot of it was focused on the shock value. They had a lot of jump scare. They had a lot of twists. You know, they had a villain who we thought was not a villain, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. So it was much more based in the shock value and and not in abject fear. And again, what is fear? For the individual, it can vary so much. Like, I remember being a kid and watching The Omen, and I was terrified <laughs> by The Omen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because know I exactly was, exactly so, what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, I was that was the scariest thing to me and I was convinced that there was some some element of reality in that because they were they were playing off of fears faith-based fears, which is a really great way to scare people you know when they when they have any kind of religious affiliation, yeah. you pick up what they're terrified of on their religion and then you and then you put it in a film you know So fear is a lot harder to to pinpoint. Um, with shows, but, but for this case, it was definitely more shock value. And I was genuinely surprised over and over again, as the series progressed,
1: I think, I I think I equate this series more to like the purge when I think about it. And it's one of those types of things, and I don't know if I would call that horror. I mean, for God's sakes, we, we had a conversation about the Terminator's horror adjacent. So I, I'm not here to judge on what is it. not You really isn't missed on
2: out that. on the conversation, man. No, you
1: did not. <laughs> <laughs> Paul and I were definitely like, what are we doing? <laughs> um, yeah. Did
2: you guys tangent? I've talked to you about the tangent. No, no,
1: no, no, no. We were, we were pretty good. The only tangent no,
0: no, 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 was, was a sports moment. Brittany, these get. boys mean, tangent
2: so much. It is the worst <laughs> We Me have to keep Sketch. them on track. We have to keep them on track.
0: We <laughs> and Sketch are the only two that can have our tangents together. Okay. Right. but we, we, we hold hands.
1: I, I do know. think Kuro is right that I was more looking at it in a very like finite way when it's a little bit more nuanced than that, which is a fault on me not
0: the show
2: no no i don't think it's a fault i think that's an, actually an important perspective of what expectations are when you have when you put the brand of horror to a show or a film because what are the expectations of anybody when you say that it well, means something well, maybe different. i, just, I like just like dogging myself <laughs> i think it's a challenge to the to whoever the creator is to tell a story that can appeal to a wide enough audience that will have these varying expectations
0: do you want
1: to read some talkbacks with me
0: yeah well, you're gonna to have to give them to me but oh yeah.
1: no 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 well okay sorry I, I what i mean by that is that i'll read talk do you want to hear some talkbacks i do like talkbacks
2: i love talkbacks i'm excited to hear unless talk you back.
0: don't want talkbacks paul I, I, well, we get
2: them for no, both i, episodes, mean, I right? Mean,
0: i want talkbacks i just i'm i'm confused at why all of a sudden people want to do talkbacks oh <laughs> it was them.
1: We well no no, no. well i'm gonna give out a secret i just wanted to do a segue i guess <laughs> That was just me doing a segue. I'm sorry, Paul.
2: <laughs> I I like I like when we have talkbacks. I like hearing from fans because it's not like you can remember whatever you, what a hundred people are tweeting in any moment. Talkbacks are a great way to put your thoughts about a show. And, and this is this is a little PSA in case you were afraid to do a talkback. Don't be afraid. Anything you've tweeted, you've already put it out out there so just add a little hashtag to it and then we can talk about it here on the podcast because we're very interested in what y'all we can actually
0: so we can actually do talkbacks on the podcast for yeah otherwise it's just our mouth noise (laughs) listen
1: listen
2: maybe you can be afraid
1: of this one just because it's a horror show but but we will start with our very own Stephen oz who replied so here we go it was a fantastic series going to take subsequent watches to get all the details this is a must for anyone who love horror anime and i don't necessarily disagree with that i think it is really good the thing i definitely agree with is rewatches are needed i definitely need to
2: it was an accurate talkback
1: paul how do you how do you feel a staff member even gave us one
2: I know, poor Stephen. <laughs> we About, <appreciate>
1: time. <laughs> About time. About <laughs> time. Paul's like, you guys do nothing for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! All right. Next up is from Journeyman fifteen or at Journeyman fifteen. I was very impressed that after all the talking revelation that they had to kick it into high gear action horror consequences, the ending was not disappointing all things considered. Not the greatest thing, but indeed was a terrific warm-up for Uzumaki. Oh, I think I was putting some Uzumaki like expectations onto Housing Complex C with the horror aspect for it cause Ooh, that one has me hyped.
2: Yeah, you've been hyped for that for a while.
1: V Lord has been the Uzumaki person for that but paul would you I, I would feel you... like
2: I feel bad for him cuz now he's going to be so hyped that then nothing will live up to his expectations <laughs>
1: maybe not paul would you agree with that talk back
0: um yeah i would agree with that i i'm 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 especially glad that they're taking the time to flush that series out and not just being like here it is enjoy
1: oh right yeah
0: <laughs> right, so right.
1: all right uh, our next topic comes from at Severing Faith. Uh, I was actually surprised to see the whole family of that glasses girl, AKA Yuri were nuts because the show or because of that short preview beforehand, I was under the impression that it was going to be just the father. I look forward to rewatching it so I can understand it better. Nice. Not bad. Not bad at all. And yeah, it does kind of stink that the, learning about the father was a little bit spoiled for everyone and like that's on toonami you know they they cut it they edit that i would have kind of i don't know how i would change it maybe they could have done what they did for like the primal theory episode of like we can't show anything kind of thing with it so uh it's definitely something that uh i wonder about with other people and yeah who knows right like maybe Maybe a rewatch will be able to make it kind of feel just as exciting. I don't know. We'll we'll find out for sure. Alright, our next talk back comes from at Blood Distur Twenty. This was honestly my reaction to the last episode. Still enjoy the show for what it was, but I'm still questioning the ending. And let's see what the Oh, it's like give it to me. Give it to me. Okay. <laughs> so apparently that's a good endorsement. I really like that. Alright, and our next talk back is from Ooh their name is a little too long daisu one at daisu 113 like the yog sothoth angle would like more info to yuri's family and the cthulhu dagger i hope there be more support for complex c was it very close to what was written in the scenario some stuff omitted and i guess like me, I was uh, this uh, user was a bit confused on all the like lore aspect and would definitely like to learn more about the family. And I don't know about really
2: knowledgeable, I, I, and that's tricky too because yeah. then you, you don't want your own your own knowledge of a written mythology to like oversee supersede what you this series is trying to do so that i get i get it
1: right and wouldn't you guys wouldn't wouldn't mind learning more about yuri's family i, I know i would actually i, I think yeah. that
2: part would why be really are they fucking nuts sorry
0: mm-hmm.
2: that would exactly. have been great to know I, what yeah. made them like weird worshipers of trying to resurrect a dead god and murder people to do it like i get that they're they're there's i guess they're supposed to be ancestor uh, descendants of the fish people and all that but that was like that was this is this is so typical. Every single horror film or series I've ever seen forgets to give you information, and this is one of those instances where I was like, what is with Yuri's family? How did they become this way?
1: Paul, it's as you said, fish is happening.
0: Yes. Why does the fish keep happening? <laughs>
1: right? Oh, that was really funny, actually. <laughs> All right, next up comes from Oh, another Kuro. Oh, it's a fake Kuro. It's Kuro Gaming... Uh, what is it? Kuro Gaming YT. And Yay, shout
2: out to the other Kuro. Woo!
1: And they mentioned, or they tweeted, and the lone survivor was Khan, the gentle giant. What a champ. We Aww. are. We love Khan. And it's so funny. No one believed the first episode. No one believed that the first episode Khan was the bad guy.
2: Because he's not. He's, no,
1: we all He is him.
2: also a treasure just wanted to protect Kimmy okay we didn't even talk about how great it was that she wrote a note saying here's what you need to do to get right with your own god like she respected his own faith and respected that Khan was trying to protect her and everything and that was super super cool I loved
1: that true but don't forget she's a god she probably knows his god yeah but like it was
2: it was it was a, a an element of benevolence and thoughtfulness that she she was so dismissive about humans in her later speech, but you, for, you then you remember like, oh, she said she protected him just like he protected her, yeah. and I was like, yeah, that's great. I love that. Khan Con <laughs> was great. He,
1: he definitely was. I, I definitely appreciated having a character like him in the anime. And uh, our next talkback is at Jones K Irving. Love the cosmic horror twist. Did not see that coming when it came to the Cthulhu references. Perfect. Ah, so I see that's Kuro's alt account. We found it. Got him.
2: <laughs> that was the same hot take I had. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. <laughs> and
1: our last talk back comes from Muta 625 Muta. I was happy that Khan survived. I didn't want anything bad to happen to him. Well, I mean, bad things did kinda happen to him in that final episode. So like
2: he got stabbed and bunch of shit
1: <laughs> yeah he like it wasn't necessarily great for you. uh and I, I will say the one thing that i at least called right i knew the mom there was something wrong with her i knew i knew it so easily that one was why obvious.
2: was she throwing up i thought she was pregnant <laughs> i did too i was like oh she's pregnant. Now. <laughs> uh,
0: now we know now we know that she was puking up moss probably
1: yeah pretty much so wait and what moss
2: what? What? Wait! Wait! How do you get that she's puking at moss? So
1: did you? Did I'm thinking. At, and Paul, let me let me see if I if I got this with you. I'm thinking like her organs were like being disintegrated
0: inside mm-hmm. of her,
1: and then throwing up the moss, yeah. like the discarded organs kind of thing. That's what my.
0: So, so remember in the end where where her daughter was starting to puke up moss.
2: I forgot about that. Yeah. I thought that was just yeah. because of like the moment, the exposure to, huh? No, I was convinced she was pregnant.
0: Oh. <laughs> you should be more observant. No. Oh, you should, oh, No.
1: For me, it was more so I I'm bet thinking. You
2: anything, I was not the only one aside from Brittany, too. Brittany's got to do.
1: <laughs> but Brittany's new, so we have to give her a pass.
2: No. No. <laughs> so she, had, she had an appropriate reaction to a woman puking with no context that is that is a natural reaction to that I guy. feel
1: like my first reaction would be like oh someone had a bender
2: yeah well unless there's <laughs> alcohol involved that would be what I would respond to <laughs> Right.
1: well that is it I hope you enjoyed our conversation about housing complexity and Brittany I hope you enjoyed your first ever podcast with us I did now, well will yes Paul
0: I was gonna say you by the way before really? we before we before because I know Maki will be listening to this Maki give us some more series please yes. 24 sure. 24 episode series make, I would no, make no make it 100 episodes me. I don't know no no we don't need to do that 24 episodes Wait, oh, I,
2: I'm I'm with cj i'll take 100 or 200 or just anything just keep giving us more we love it
1: yes
0: can i can i can i do the cleanup tonight or are you gonna speak oh i have the, it. oh no no of. i
1: have it i actually have the actual one that sketch sent me too but Noble. uh i did want to say Brittany, i'm glad that you could join us and hopefully you'll be able to catch us on more episodes because this was fun and then you'll get to meet other members and you know of Tsunami faithful and then you can be like oh what did i sign up for
0: yeah i'm sorry in advance (laughs) i'm sorry in advance
2: brittany has got great hot takes we need more (laughs)
1: yes now i have the house cleaning and it's right in front of me i'm ready to go i know paul's actually really good at this but i always enjoy doing it because it makes me sound professional so
2: you can do my house cleaning
0: (laughs) hey listen listen whoa wait a minute uh, that, that's right. sexual harassment. We're going to have to have an HR meeting with Daryl Oh, later. come You <laughs> <laughs> so, said
2: way worse things on this podcast. <laughs> that,
0: we're not talking about me. Anyways, continue, CJ. <laughs> uh,
1: you can email us at podcast at TunamiFaithful.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at Toonami podcast. You can listen to our podcast on just about everything, including iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, Anchor, Literally, if it hosts podcasts, you will be able to find the Toonami Faithful podcast. You can find every episode of our podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com slash Faithful. And do not forget to get the latest news on Twitter, following us at Toonami News, where you can read all our news articles, uh, view our reviews, and all the other stuff that we get to do at Toonami Faithful. And do not forget... That you can subscribe to the Tsunami Faithful Pass on Patreon at patreoncom Faithful. You know we have behind-the-scenes stuff that we can put there, interviews up there, all kinds of stuff. It supports us to be able to do what we enjoy doing, which is bringing you the best in Tsunami news. Yes. That that thus that's you know that's the name. You know <laughs> uh, we gotta we gotta make sure we we, we fit that's that into the name. And uh, that will do it. So let's wrap this up. Paul, where could our lovely listeners find you?
0: Oh, you're going to do me first. I, see I am going to do you.
1: The head honcho goes first.
0: Hmm. Well, I'll just make it simple. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrylo. And And uh, if you email me, it's Paul at TunamiFaithful.com.
1: Send them your horror adjacent titles.
0: My horror adjacent titles?
1: No, I'm selling them to send you your horror adjacent titles.
2: <laughs> yeah, they should <laughs> do that. Spam Paul with your horror-adjacent titles on Twitter. yeah,
1: You heard us, mm-hmm. Twitter. Uh, curl, where can our listeners find you?
2: You can find me writing articles on com. in case you missed the first two episodes but for some reason decided to listen to this podcast anyway. You can see a recap of and review of the first two episodes on the website. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at HappyKuroKitty. And I love feedback, so please provide feedback. Um, and always be nice, be respectful, and you will be spammed with a lot of cats.
1: True. And, Carl, maybe, maybe they just like to hear our voices, right? <laughs> maybe, our mouth noise, you mean? Yes, our mouth noises. Uh, Brittany, <laughs> first time <laughs> yes. here. Where could our listeners find you?
2: Oh,
3: um, you can find it anywhere, but mostly on Twitter at Royalty. It should be easy to find. Uh, anywhere else, just hit me up.
1: And also, she does see what you guys post on the Tenami Faithful Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those accounts. So be nice, be yes. nice, or, sh- or she'll get. The ba- nice. She'll get they the band nice. hammer re- ready. And she never
0: saw the the video that's that's pinned to uh, the Twitter. So
1: true, but or at least when <laughs> it first.
2: Cj, where can they find you?
1: Uh, playing Splatoon 3 now. I knew you were going to say that <laughs> yes well hey it's better than Genshin right uh, what? well because Splatoon 3 isn't predatory anyway uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, CJ Mafferis and pretty much just there uh, I do my weekly uh, this week from Toonami articles you know you can check out the Toonami documentary that we did what Toonami means to me still up on our Facebook so and good. our YouTube pages uh we're getting close to two year anniversary for it which is really cool so that's really nice and yeah no hopefully you're able to check out all the stuff that we do whether it be interviews we have more housing complex c stuff hopefully planned uh because honestly i think it's it's very comforting that we were able to get an original that really seemed to resonate with fans that really like like i haven't seen this much universal like oh my god oh cool uh since fena and sadly yeah. we won't be seeing fena as much as we would like. So, well,
2: and to follow up on what CJ said, I was actually out out of town. I was I was in um, partying in New Orleans cough cough. But I I briefly checked Twitter while the episode 4 was was playing and the reactions from Twitter were so fun to see. Everyone was really hyped and excited and reactive and it was awesome. And so it was clearly that this, this show had a fairly positive reception and britney can probably speak to this better than i can since she monitors the social media yeah it was
3: pretty sad and heartbreaking
1: it definitely was after when we saw how it started to how it ended very very sad but that'll do it for us hopefully you enjoyed this episode hopefully you enjoyed listening and do not forget to share and make sure you tell all your friends to keep up with what's going on with Toonami through the Toonami Faithful Podcast. Uh, but till then we will see you for our next episode. Thanks for listening everyone. Bye. Peace.